Welcome football fans. Buckle up for another hard-hitting episode of Let's Talk XFL, the only podcast solely focused on the XFL. From a sunny Southwest Florida studio, here's your host Michael Lathrop. Hello football fans. This is episode 44, another showcase and player engagement. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Royal Retros by 503 Sports. Royal Retros are the king of throwbacks. Royal Retros by 503 Sports provides a line of merchandise from legendary defunct leagues such as the XFL 1.0. If you have always wanted to get yourself a quality Las Vegas Outlaws He Hate Me or Los Angeles Extreme Tommy Maddox jersey, perhaps even an OG XFL's team's t-shirt, we have you covered. Simply click on the link provided in the show's description and notes and enter the code Let's Talk XFL at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. This past week, there were a few new XFL developments. Later in the show, I will be joined by running back Jawan Hamilton to discuss his football journey and XFL draft invitation. But first, we have those developments to cover. So, let's get to it. On August 31st, the XFL announced Brian Westbrook Sr. as the Director of Player Engagement. In this role, Westbrook will oversee team matters related to player experience, player and coach relations, off-field player development, and player marketing. He is responsible for all aspects of the league's player engagement program, including developing and leading initiatives to enhance professional development in areas such as media relations, continued education, total wellness, and financial well-being. As a liaison between the league and its teams and players, Westbrook will help maintain strategic relationships with athletes in ensuring they are well-supported and positioned for success. Prior to joining the XFL, Westbrook serves as the Managing Director of the Athlete Entrepreneurship Network, a subsidiary of Underdog Venture Team, which helps support former athletes transition to business professionals and provides them with business opportunities and access to thought leaders across the sports business sector. He also served as the chair of 76 Capital Athlete Venture Group, a venture capital firm focused on investing in game-changing startups in sports betting, esports, and sports tech, as well as first-hand experience as a player whose career spanned nine National Football League seasons with the Philadelphia Eagles and San Francisco 49ers. Post-retirement, Westbrook has served as a panel member on Comcast Sports Network's Eagles post-game live. He will report to Mark Ross. Then, on September 1st, recently released Green Bay Packers quarterback Kurt Benkert posted a brief TikTok video. Here is the audio. I have good news and bad news. The bad news is that I'm not on an NFL team yet. It's my first time in five years being a free agent during the season. However, I had a really dope call with the XFL. There's something exciting about not being on the bench anymore. Interesting. Although there have not been any formal announcements, Ben Kirk, at minimum, had a conversation with the XFL about playing in the league. Even if nothing has been finalized, he sounds interested. We will have to keep a close eye on how this plays out. Also, on September 1st, American National Combines announced it will be hosting a supplemental showcase on Saturday, October 22nd at Maranatha Christian High School, specifically for players on the XFL waitlist. Per the announcement, XFL coaches and personnel directors will be in attendance to evaluate the participants. If you recall, 
A few episodes ago, XFL boards writer Greg Parks made a guest appearance on our show and stated the XFL were looking to add another showcase this fall. This American National Combine showcase appears to fit his claim. I see this as another wise move by the XFL. As I have previously mentioned, I will now be joined by running back Jawan Hamilton to discuss his football journey and XFL draft invitation. Welcome, Jawan. I appreciate you taking the time to join the show to discuss your football journey and XFL draft invitation. Yes, sir. And I thank you for having me on your platform. You know, I'm just ready to tell you, you know, what you want to know. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I understand that, you know, life can get crazy at times, but you made time for the show and I appreciate it. So every player has a unique football journey. Everybody I talk to has a slight unique twist to it. Yours is you played for three different Division One universities, <laughs> Central Florida, James Madison, and Eastern Michigan. Can you walk us through your collegiate recruitment and the process of how each of these opportunities came about? Oh, man. It was uh, one of a kind. So coming out of high school, I didn't get a an official offer until like, my senior year, and it was from like a small school um, called Prairie View A&M University out in Texas. So that that kind of like started me off, you know. That's when um, I was just starting to get eyes on me, and people were just starting to notice who I was as a player. Then my next offer was FIU, in which I committed to FIU just to lock in to make sure, you know, if I don't get any more offers, I want to at least be set here. Therefore, you know, God blessed me to continue to have a great season my senior year, and University of Miami offered me, and then you know that's when I kind of went up from there. University of Miami, then I got Louisville, then Kansas. And, you know, Syracuse and it just kept going. So I committed to University of Miami. And that was that was when I don't know if you remember, it was a time frame where Larry Scott was the interim head coach because the coach before I forget his name, Al Golden, I think I had just got fired. So I committed to Larry Scott. But Larry was only the head coach for a certain amount of like months. And then Mark Rich came. He didn't honor my scholarship, which made me have to find another um, school. So, you know, I just kind of looked at my options and, you know, I just felt UCF was the best option for me. Uh, just the great coaching staff they had and the, the bonds, you know, we built just as far as a recruit. And I went there, man, and I started as a freshman. Played with a great group of guys, coached by some great, very talented, great people, man, and just was able to help develop who I am today. I went there uh, my freshman year. I, f- I forget my stats, but I did pretty good. It wasn't, it wasn't what I what I wanted to do, but I did pretty good. And then my sophomore year came back, you know, that's the year we, we won it all. Well, we, <laughs> we, we like to say we were national champions that, that year, but like we, you know, we won it all. And, um, I got hurt my third game of the season. I broke my ankle and then, you know, things kind of went down here from there, downhill from there. So I just felt I needed a, a fresh start at a, at a new university, which is why I entered, which, which is why I went to James Madison university. And, James Madison was probably like one of the greatest decisions I made in my life just as far as facing adversity and being able to put myself back in position to win again. You know, I just thank the coaching staff, Coach Mike Houston, and for bringing me in and accepting me. You know, I just went in and did what I had to do, man. I, I was a all-conference kick returner there my first year, and then my second year I was an all-conference running back. For the next two years, I was an all-conference running back, and, you know, I just continued to make a name from there. I was just getting accolades, and I actually broke – a record at James Madison for a 99-yard touchdown run, um, which is, 
you know, it was a pretty cool deal for me because it can't ever be broken. You know, you can only tie that record. And so just just to have that down in my as under my name and just knowing that you can't break that, I, I just feel like it's really cool. You know, like my kids, you know, even their kids went at a certain time frame and notice like, hey, you know, that's my dad, and my grandfather, you know, like, <laughs> so pretty cool deal for me, man. Then I um the reason I entered the transfer portal my senior year was because I felt like I wanted to go out how I came in as far as just competition level, you know, just at the FBS level, I want to play FBS ball again, just because I feel like it would be a, a big boost to my career. Yeah, that's what I did. You know, I just, I, I just betted on myself when I went, I entered the transfer portal. And when I entered the portal, it was kind of like high school again, you know, all these schools just reaching out, you know, you just obviously, you know, you separate through them and you sort them out and do your research, look at depth charts and stuff. And I just felt like, First, I only had two FBS offers and when I entered the portal. That was the University of Hawaii and Eastern Michigan University. And the rest of them were like FBS schools. The rest of them were FCS schools. I was in talks with FBS schools, but no one really offered me. Um, just, you know, you know how that go, man. But <laughs> at the end of the day, God led me to Eastern Michigan. And I went there with a great coaching staff. And I was able to do some really good things there. And, I, you know, I didn't do everything I wanted to do there either. But. I feel like I did enough just to put myself in position to be able to to at least have a chance at the next level. You know, then I broke my ankle my last game against Central Michigan and, and, uh, right before our bowl game. And I, I wasn't able to do my pro day and stuff, which is I feel like why I'm in the situation I'm in now. But everything happens for a reason. And I thank God for leagues like USFL, XFL and, you know, CFL and just stuff like that. You know, just give you another opportunity to get eventually to get to where I want to go, you know, and especially big thanks to the XFL because, you know, they're giving me opportunity right now to, to, to be able to change my life. Well, you're pretty much at a perfect time for a aspiring professional football player. You know, if we would have gone back five years ago, you wouldn't have the opportunities ahead of you that you do today. So, I mean, it's, it's a perfect opportunity for you. You yes, know, and like you said, you know, not everything works out the way you want it to, but the good news is that there are several of avenues that you can pursue at this point, which is awesome. Yes, sir. So let's rewind a little bit. You're talking about that national championship year. What was it like being 13 and 0? Just undefeated. Oh, what was that season oh, like? Oh man, it was it was it was one of a kind. Just just being just just not only not only just the season, just the guys. You know, that was in the locker room. Um, Pretty. I was around some really big names that still are big names to this day. You know, Mackenzie Milton, Adrian Killings, uh, Traquan Smith, both of the twins, Shaquem and Shaquille Griffin, uh, Mike Hughes, Gabriel Davis. Like those are some you know household names, man. And, and a lot of those guys play professional ball and, and are still playing to this day. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's more. I know it's more guys. I, I I just ain't name them right now, but you know we were just surrounded from the top of the roster to the bottom of the roster. You know, just very talented. And then. It was just special, man, because we built it from the ground up. When I went to UCF, the year before I went to UCF, they were 0-12. So I kind of, we all just kind of trusted and coach, coach Scott Frost, who came in and changed the program and just, you know, bought in and, and trusted his plan. And you know, we, we put it all together, man, and we were able to do some really good things. You know, we beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl. You know, I was hurt, too. You know, I, I, was, I broke my ankle my sophomore year, too. In the midst of, you know, all of that going on, I got into some trouble um, on campus. I got into some on-campus trouble, which which had me sitting away from the team, you know. So, like I said, you know, everything happened for a reason. And, and you know, I just took that and with a grain of salt and just 
focused on getting myself back to where I wanted to be in life. Yeah. Learning experiences, you know, you know, we're all young men at some point and eventually we find our way to whatever our purpose is. Right. And th- things work out one way or another. Hey, I mean, yeah. I'm not, when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, I'm not the guy that I am now pushing 43. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, sir. I know. Yeah, man. I know exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you had your broken ankle. Uh, you couldn't do a pro day, you know, it kind of hindered you becoming a professional. Were there any opportunities, you know, once you actually started to get back to health, did any other opportunities start to present themselves, like any arena or overseas ball? You know what? An, an overseas team contacted me on Instagram one day, and the way they – it was uh, – I forget the league. It was um, – I forget the league, but they were overseas, and, and they wanted me to be there by, like, August something and just play in their last three or four games they had. I guess they wanted to fill the roster spot. But, you know, I just felt like that wasn't, you know, the, the best opportunity for me. I'm um, just trusting what me and my agent talking about. And, you know, also just betting on myself, like I said, too, like just as far as what I want to do. I would have went overseas, but it, it would have had to be the right situation for me. So, like I said, I just thank God for XFL and and, and leagues like that, um, you know, and, and no one knows what happened in, in coming up too you know i don't it's a chance good chance i even I, I don't get picked it's a good chance that i do get picked but at the end of the day like i'm gonna bet on myself and, and we're gonna make it work that's just the, the faith that i have in myself and you know like i said i've been i got some fire in me because i've been sitting out for a while especially you know battling the injury so now it's time i feel like to let people know you know what i'm capable of so speaking of your health so where are you health-wise back to a clean bill of health you know close to it Health wise, I am ready to go. Like I had, I had surgery in December. It's now August, and you know I'm I'm ready to go, man. I've been I've been doing therapy, physical therapy, and you know I'm, I'm feeling good, and I'm just ready to show show that I'm back to join Hamilton. Awesome. So, did you end up participating at any of the XFL showcases? Actually, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't participate. But my, um, I want to thank my agent, Mark Bailey, for working so hard and um, behind the scenes, contacting Dykeman and, and and other guys in XFL, and you know, to, to to just present me opportunity. But before before I um, even while I was hurt, I, I was in, I was talking to NFL teams. I talked to the Lions, um, the Dolphins, one time. They were really interested, uh, especially the Lions. The guys were even telling me. At my at the um, combine, I mean at the pro day, that the Lions were like asking, you know, "Where's Juwan? Where's Juwan?" But you know, I was hurt, so I felt like I did enough, not as much as I wanted to in college, but enough to to get some some kind of attention from 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 pro scouts. So I just not not to be big head or anything, but I I'm pretty sure my agent sent you know the XFL my my film, and you know, I'm pretty sure they like what they saw, which is how I was able to get a invite, you know. So I didn't have to do the showcase. Unfortunately, I wanted to do the, the showcase, but I didn't want to go out there and put any, put anything when I wasn't ready yet. You know, so, well, so it makes sense. You're the second player that I've spoken to that actually did not participate in an XFL showcase, but did receive their draft invitation. So I, I just find it interesting, and that's why I asked because clearly certain things happen, whether they a player participates at the American national combines or whether it's just their own tape. And you know, all of these executives and scouts have either worked for other, you no know, national football league teams or other 
big time colleges, they all kind of have a very good idea of who's out there. And that word travels among each other pretty good. So I'm pretty certain that your tape obviously didn't go unnoticed. And probably there were some conversations, whether it was between the Lions, the Dolphins, the scouts and, te- you know, executive teams with, you know, those at, at the XFL, because we're even seeing the XFL coaching staffs and even executives are already scouring the NFL preseason camps. They're right there at preseason games and camps and stuff. So there's a working relationship there. So it's obvious that that information is probably being exchanged, which works out for a player like you. And that's awesome. Right, right, right. And I, I, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm just thankful for, the, thankful for the opportunity. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a type of guy, you give me the inch, man, I'm gonna take that and run with it. So I just need the opportunity. You know, that's all I need and not big on excuses, you know, just give me the opportunity. And if I don't do what I, I'm supposed to do with opportunity, you know, that's completely on me. You know, I can't point fingers at anyone. So like I said, I'm just thankful for the opportunity. So hopefully we can get this thing going. <laughs> so speaking of the opportunity, on August 12th is when you posted the image of your acceptance and admission to the XFL draft pool. What was that moment like for you when you received it and you got to click accept? Honestly, like, God, honest truth, like, um, I was on my way to Orlando with my my daughter and you know my girlfriend, we were on our way to Orlando, and yeah, I just happened to. Sign, I don't know. God, I guess God told me to check my email, right? So I checked my email, and I always check my email. Just I don't know. You never know what you'll see. So I just happened to check my email, and then I see a XFL invitation there. I'm like, no, nah, you kidding me? So I I clicked on it, and it was the official invite, and um, you know, I, I just started shaking, man, like. I was driving. I had to stop, like, and just sit there because my hands were just shaking. I just couldn't stop shaking, and it was just too many emotions going on, knowing everything that I've been through, and people real close to me know exactly everything that happened, and you know the struggles I've been through just growing up, and you know all the different trials and tribulations I just had to go through. So I, I haven't made it yet, but just to get that invite, man, it, it was it was big to me, man, because it's plenty of people playing football right now you know, want that invite and, and, you know, I'm all, I'm all for it too. I, I, I've been in their shoes before just waiting, hoping for opportunity too. And just to get the opportunity, man, it was big. So at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm just really thankful and I know I'm not going to let the opportunity go to waste. So on the 12th, Friday, the 12th, you receive your invite, you're going through all those emotions, right? And then yours truly that you're speaking to right now breaks the news that there was false invitations <laughs> oh, going around. Right now, this is a perfect, perfect. And I'm not trying to really dwell on that too much, but you're on the highs of highs. And then you come across the news that I break Ooh. and we, we had an exchange and, you know, in the Twitter DMS and I'd shared what information I could and how to go about it. You went from the highs of highs and you saw that. Where did your mind go? Did you really question? Did you like just you know, you know, be my luck? I I didn't get a, a real opportunity. I mean, just walk me through it. I'm not trying to really stoke the, fl- but I'm just curious because here here's a prime example that you can talk to what that news did, right? And and I don't really right. know other than the exchanges, but now you can share that with all the listeners and whatnot. What that news did to some for somebody like you. Right, right. So, so I'm glad you asked me that. Honestly, I'm glad you even brought that up. 
So honestly, so when I, you know, I had just posted it and stuff. And then, you know, what I want to say later on that night or that morning, I saw, I saw your, um, your post. So, oh man, like my mood completely, like I just got drained. Like I was, my heart was beating fast and I got extremely anxious, man. So I just started hitting my agent up, like hitting my agent, just texting them, texting them. I even emailed the, the um, email that came inside my invite just to, you know, get confirmation. Because you got to remember, like, I'm going off of no, no, no showcases, no nothing. So it kind of seemed real to me, like, oh, damn, I have to be fake because, bro, I didn't do no showcase, no nothing. So it's like, I'm thinking about all of these things in my head. So I'm like, dang. Then at the same time, I just posted it on my social media. Like, it's just, man, I was just, it was just too many emotions going on. I was like getting really drained and anxious. So I emailed them and then thank God that that morning Dave Dykeman emailed me back himself and um the other it's it's the other guy, I forgot his name. Um Doug Whaley. Whaley, Whaley and Dykeman emailed me back personally from that email and they were like, No, um Juan, we, we are aware of the fake um invitations going out, but we we are excited to um basically be offering you um a draft invitation and 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 there was like congratulations and stuff like that and you know my agent was already telling me like yeah man uh, you you're good because they they got back to him too so that's when I text you like yeah yeah I got confirmation like you know but I definitely emailed that 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 email that came in my invitation and just wanted to see what was going on because I was extremely anxious because I was just extremely emotional man that when I seen that it just made so much sense as a to why my I even got an email. I mean, got an invite. I'm like, yeah, mine have to be fake, but it turned out it wasn't fake, man. And I just thank God for that. And I thank God for David and 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 Doug Whaley for getting back to me because they got back to me pretty fast because I sent them, you know, like a nice email, and I could tell that they see like, oh man, this kid is really worried, you know. And then you know they they gave me the official invite too, so like they they confirmed that it, mine was true. I know when you told me through DM that yours was legitimate and I I'm honestly happy that it is right. I really don't want to be the guy, the bearer of bad news. When this got brought to my attention through DMS from an agency that had a bunch of snapshots, I saw it. I was conflicted. I'm like, no one wants to break their first piece of news. Like be the, the Adam Scheffner moment. Right? right. I would rather have really good news to break. I was sitting on something that I knew that somebody came to me. They wanted to be anonymous. And I had a duty to, because I have been interviewing so many players, right? I'm here. I have a platform to share your story and every one of your peers stories, right? Trying to help them get to their next level. And I'm like, I have a duty not to sit on this because there's somebody out there that thinks they got their draft invitations going to stop grinding. Not, on the field, but whatever they're doing to try to stay in front of these XFL executives, trying to get that, that invitation. And if, if I don't share it and that player gets complicit to some extent, right. And they miss their opportunity. This, this is everything I had to think about within 30 minutes. I had, I had seen all this information coming in there, sharing snapshots, you know, after snapshot and I see it's legitimate. It's legitimate. There's no question. I didn't have to have the league respond at that point. I'm like, I have to, because if I'm a player, I would want to know. 
Exactly. I'd want, I'd want to know, cause I played collegiate soccer. You know, that was my skill set. And I came out in the early two thousands when soccer wasn't quite what it is today. But if I was in the heyday of spring football, if there was a ton of soccer teams and this was, I was in the same situation, I would want to know. And that's where I had to put my player hat on for a second. It was going to suck for the players and it does suck. It's not just, it's going to, it does suck for those that got the fake invites. And unfortunately I can't do anything about that. All that I am happy is that I was able to let them know. And if they got the wrong representation that misguided them, now they know, and they're getting the right uh, representation when there's still an opportunity to still achieve that invitation. So I look at it that I did some good. And again, I didn't want to spin on it too much, but I thought it was important to share it because here you are the perfect example all in one day and within a 24 hour period, highs of highs, lows of lows, back to highs of highs. So, I mean, I'm glad it worked out for you, man. I really, I truly am. And I I felt terrible that when I'm like, you message out to me, I'm like, if you're one of the guys and I'm talking to one of the guys that didn't get it and there's more people, I mean, my DMS blew up and I'm glad it did because I could help who I could, but in your case, and I'm glad that here we are exchanging that it is a, it's a fairy tale, you know, it, yeah. it with a happy ending story with at least the invitation, the story's still going on. Hopefully we can get you drafted and whatnot. And then we can get oh, to see man. you play in 2023. But I mean, it's just, it was a perfect moment kind of talking about it. And um, I appreciate you sharing that because you know, that, that could have been very doom and gloom. And, 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 and we thank you for even, and we, and I promise you all of us, well, I can't speak for everyone, but me personally, like, I actually thanked you for for doing that because, you know, I could have been one of them players, like, that could have really been thinking something was going on when it wasn't. Like, and, you know, I just can only imagine the, the 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 emotions and the feelings of those guys that actually received the fake one. So I I saw another post on Twitter where, so when you get the actual invite, there's another link that come in there that you got to fill out. So so that link that was coming in there, they're sending that out to people. That's what's going on. Like, so I, I kind of knew mine was real right then and there too. Cause I got the actual invite first and then I had to click on the link. So I didn't, I didn't just get sent a link. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine, like I say all that to say like, man, it's, it's, it, it can be really, I just feel bad for those guys, man. Cause um, I know how I felt like at that moment, I thought I was one of those guys. So I know that they, they feeling just exactly how I felt. And for me to get back on my high horse after like confirming that mine was true, and, and I can only imagine how the guys that rip find out that theirs was fake is feeling right now, man. It's just uh, I don't even, man. It, it's sickening, man. That's that's oh man, a bad deal. Yeah, let's try to get off that bad juju there, you know. <laughs> so I know. So let's let's bring it back around. So you mentioned uh, your agency. If you want to, you can plug your agency and your particular representative. And by all means, why don't you just share with everyone how they've helped you in the pursuit of achieving your goals? Right. So my agency is a first down sports agency. It's ran by uh, Mark Bailey and Joe Bowers. And Mark Bailey is like my primary agent, though. You know, Joe Bitt is like he's over like the financial piece of it and stuff like that. But yeah, first down sports ran by Mark Bailey. That's that's my agency. And he's he helped me a lot, man, because, you know, I first of all, I was already in contact with him, like towards the, like throughout my season, like just, you know, here and there. We can't we can't do too much for them. But, you know, you can have a little conversation with them, just set things in, in, in place just when, you know, when that time come. So I kind of already knew he'll be my agent because he was already working for me. Like he was just 
getting me feedback from scouts and stuff like that and just you know just projections and stuff like that a lot of them had me as of a lot of the scouts had me as a priority free agent and I know that's because I've been a part of some very crowded running back rooms in my in college, like literally in each and in, in all three schools, you know. And so I had to work with what I had. And you know, I'm grateful for it because, you know, the level of competition was high. But my agent did a great job, man, just just reaching out to teams and, and just keep throwing me out there. And I was hurt, too. So for him to keep working for a guy that, that's that's that was hurt and couldn't do pro day or nothing like that shows um, you know, his 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 beliefs in me and, and and that he believe I can really go out there and make an impact an impact. And I thank him for that, man, because he I'm pretty sure some guys who's hurt who 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 got hurt and couldn't, you know, just do nothing from there because you know they have no one, no representation. Um only guys that can go without representation have like very high like draft stock, you know. And I'm I'm, I'm I wasn't one of those guys, so I need one. I needed reputation and I'm I'm just glad I was um placed in the arms of first down sports agency. Have they like helped alter your training regimen? Because I'm always kind of curious because some agencies get very involved in like the planning of how your training goes, like either to help coordinate by bringing in trainers or the, at least the facilities. Are they very involved in that with you at all? We were in those talks like where I would train that and this and that right before I got hurt. But when I got hurt, you know, it was just, the first thing he was telling me, look, man, just get healthy first and then we'll talk about all the other stuff later. But I already have like a personal trainer here in Miami that I, I normally, you know, go to by uh, name is Seymour Fitness. Um, his Instagram page is made by Seymour Results. And um, he's a great guy, man. He's been training me since high school. So I pretty much told my agent I'm going to just keep training with him. And so, you know, he just left it as that. And I'm pretty sure if I would have asked my agent, you know, to set me up at a place, he would have he would he would helped me out. But I'm so satisfied with the trainer I have here in Miami. And not only that, I can still be here. And, 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 and you know, my daughter is 11 months. So, you know, I felt like it was a great deal. Yeah, that seems very important. The family is very important. And I know that whatever players I've communicated with that have been taken away from it, that kind of, it draws, you know, really from you mentally in a way that I think it kind of shifts focus. So I'm I'm glad that it, that has worked out for you. Not that the injury, but ultimately that it has all worked out for you. So yes, that you didn't have to do that. It's awesome. Yes, sir. So outside of football, what have you been up to? You know, like I said, I got a daughter, so I have to be working. Um, but I will, you know, I would be working anyway because <laughs> I, I don't like to ask people for nothing. I like to go get it. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm actually work, right now. I'm working at a grocery store called Whole Whole Foods Groceries. Actually, I'm actually about to start at Baptist Hospital soon. Um, it's a hospital. I'm about to start there maybe like next week or two weeks. And so I kind of I'm, I'm working there, right? And I'm, and I'm and I'm raising my child, doing everything I could do, while also every chance I get, I'm training, man. I'm training. I'm training. I'm training. Like <laughs> you know, I'm training. I'm I'm really you know putting focus into my body and my work ethic. While at the same time trying to you know raise raise a a daughter and working a nine to five full time job, so that's what's going on right now with me. And just right now, I'm, I'm very family oriented. Right now, um, I'm kind of not focused on anything but my career, my family, and and just my well being. You know, so I'm not into like partying and all of that stuff right now. Like I said, my head down, my head is down right now, and I'm just working. You're taking care of your responsibilities while still striving to achieve your dreams. That's yes, that's awesome. I mean, what I think that's what anybody would want to hear from a player, but you're you're literally doing it. Yes, sir. I have noticed you have appeared on several podcasts. 
the Mac bandwagon, Sons of UCF, Inside the Hashes, NFL Draft Blitz, and now even Let's Talk XFL. I mean, yeah. there could even be more out there, but now, you know, I'm among them. It is simply taking advantage of the media opportunities, or is this a secretly preparing yourself of starting your own show? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? So, I, I, I've actually thought about um, starting my own show, too, but I just feel like I'm not. I got a lot more work to do, so <laughs> so I'm just, you know, I'll take that day by day, but as far as media, speaking of, um, you know, podcasts and, and things like that, I'm actually, like, thankful for you guys because you give me a chance to to speak my behalf and, and you know what I'm doing to better myself and, and you know how I made my college career work and you know what's going on in my life right now so so and I'm pretty sure people tune in that, that that's that's really anxious to know what's going on and and I, it can't happen without you guys giving me the opportunity so you know I, I kind of take advantage of that so every opportunity I get to do a interview or a podcast or whatever it is um I try to I try to do it man cuz like I said I'm more I'm just thankful well, I'm, you know, just happy to be playing whatever part I do in it. So it's awesome that I'm able to share like your story as well as others. But I always encourage anybody that I that I know that has any interest in it. It's hard at first to kind of get it up off the ground, especially if you talk alone in recording for a bit and you don't have a, you know, a counterpart to kind of bounce things off and have natural conversation. But it's worthwhile because there's relationships I've built within this in whether it's wherever you and I may go, if you end up making it in the league type of thing, but there's relationships you end up connecting with, whether it's executives, other podcasters. And I think it's awesome, even if they're kind of the same, but what I think is really be cool is podcasts that come from a player's perspective. We already see it with the, the major sports. I think it'd be kind of cool to see somebody, you know, an XFL player or two kind of maybe come together and pull back the right, yeah. and, and let us kind of hear a little yeah. bit more without, you know, maybe divulging too much information, but, that would be kind of cool. So I saw this and I'm like, I have to bring it up because what if he is interested? And I'm like, was this just kind of, maybe I could help push you in that direction that if you're on the fence, <laughs> you know, you know, eventually just go for it. Cause I think podcasters like myself, uh, even fans would really enjoy something like that. So, Hey, don't jump on it too soon, but you got time. And if you get in the league, that'd be really cool to, you know, to see. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know, just, just to be able to give it more of a, uh, you know, the life of an athlete and, and go into a little more details without, you know, like you said, telling too much, but I think that'd be, you know, interesting too. So I know I, you know, and, and me, um, not to be like big head or anything. I know I like, I can attract a, a nice, you know, crowd as far as like, I know a lot of people, like I said, I've been in three States, uh, not, well, not three States, but I've been at three different universities, you know? Well, yeah, three States. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, man, I think that'd be a good deal for me. So I'll, I'll continue to look into it. Yeah, I think you would pull really well from whatever fan base you're playing for, too. So I think it's it'd be a big draw. I think it's it'd be interesting to really listen to, right? Yes, Even yes. if you're outside, a fan from another team, it'd be kind of cool just to get somebody's take like that. So right. that'd definitely be awesome. So in the past, I have had an XFL executive on the show. So I typically provide each of my guests an opportunity or a last plea, if you will. If an XFL coach or executive were to tune in to this episode, what is there about you that is significantly unknown? Like just no one has a clue about, but you would want them to know about you. And why should they ultimately select you in the draft over another player? 
I'm uncommon, man. I just feel like I'm I'm uncommon. Everything I I go with that mentality, just being uncommon, just not being like the next person. I just feel like I'm I'm different, and that's in every area of my life. That's everything I do. Like just the way I attack something, and the way I um, you know, when I set my mind on something, I go get it. Like I told you, I'm, I'm a type of person I don't like. I don't ask for handouts. I want to go get it. Um, also, one thing that you know that they don't know about me is just that I make music, man. Uh, <laughs> I make music on my free time, and that's how I um, express myself. Like it's just, just dealing with my, um, you know, I have I deal with anxiety. So when dealing with my anxiety, I just put it into music, man. That's kind of like my self therapy. So it, it kind of it, it gives me that it, it it allows me to stay grounded and just be you know, just be me. So if I'm forever feeling some type of way, I just go ahead and lay it down in a song and just, that's what I do. But as far as like why XFL coaches should choose me over a guy, because I'm a guy that you're going to, that can play anywhere on the field and um, offensively. Um, I'm a returner, whatever returner you want to use me at. Um, my game is pretty much based on speed. Uh, you get me the ball in space, um, try to get me the ball in space. And I'm nine times out of 10, I feel like I'm going to win that matchup. Like I say, I like I like to get the ball in space. So you know, once I see green, man, I'm I'm, I'm chasing it, and and I'm doing what I got to do. And and you know, the, the advice I have for my defenders is you know, don't don't get left behind because <laughs> I'm I'm gonna bring it. You know, and um, you know, I can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, I feel like you know I can just play different positions, and I'm just not strictly just a running back. You know, so I feel like that's what put me above other guys. All right, good deal. Jawan, it has been a pleasure, and I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Talk with me about your football journey and inclusion into the upcoming XFL draft. I hope to see you selected in November's draft, but more importantly, make it on a team's roster and play in the league in 2023. If so, I'd love to have you come back again sometime so we can just chat about how things are going and ultimately how your team is progressing. Right, uh, and, and I thank you for having me um, and bringing me on your platform to be able to voice myself and answer the questions that you asked me. Um, Cause I'm pretty sure, you know, some XFL coaches are interested in what you asked me. And I hope that you take a look at this, this podcast. If some of our listeners wanted to be able to follow you in your journey, how could they do so? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Juwan Hamilton seven or at Twitter at Juwan Hamilton, or, you know, some people have Facebook, uh, it's just Juwan Hamilton. So pretty much on all social medias, you know, just first and last name, Jawan Hamilton, I should pop up somewhere, man. And that's how you can follow me. I'm pretty active on Twitter and Instagram. So if they want to follow me and keep up with what I have going on, I would I would recommend those two social medias platforms. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, Jawan. Thank you. Wow. Another unique player's journey where he played for three different Division One programs. No showcase experience, yet received an XFL draft invitation. This is why I share these players' experiences. No two are the same, therefore they are completely different. Come November 16th, I really hope to see Jawan selected in the XFL draft. Unfortunately, there have not been any Let's Talk XFL fan line messages for this week. If you have a comment, question, or hot take, and would like it to be heard on the show, reach out to Let's Talk XFL fan line by calling 863-TALK-XFL or 863-825-5935. Doing so, your message could be included in an upcoming episode.
all good things must come to an end. This concludes another episode of Let's Talk XFL. As always, I am interested in receiving your feedback. So do not be a stranger. Reach out to let me know your thoughts. And if you do so, your comments might just make it on the show. But before you go, do not forget to subscribe and rate the show on your platform of choice. One last thing. If you're interested in checking out our friends over at Royal Retros by 503 Sports, do not forget to click on the link in the show's description and notes, as well as that sweet code, Let's Talk XFL, or 10% off your purchase. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, cheers. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. Don't forget to subscribe and rate Let's Talk XFL on your platform of choice. Follow Let's Talk XFL on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Talk XFL. Do you have a question or topic you would like to have addressed on the show? Message the show via social media or send an email to letstalkxfl at gmail.com.